Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Chrissy Marie. And I'm Lady Naomi. Oh, that's back the front. Normally we do it the other way around. Oh. So this is all very weird. I'm Chrissy Marie. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you meant? <laughs> no, it's normally was oh. age before beauty. Is oh. that the <laughs> Okay. Well, welcome to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Lady Naomi. And I'm Chrissy Marie. We got it right that time. So, this is episode... Five. Five. Yeah. Five. Is there anyone still listening? Have we upset everyone and they've all gone off somewhere else? I live in the hope that more people are listening now than they were for number one. My number one was sketchy. Number one yeah. was sketchy. Yeah. Number we're two, getting better. We, no, we are getting better. We're like a fine wine. Getting better. So what is the subject of episode five? Episode five is about journaling. Journaling. Yeah. Okay. I like journaling. Uh, I don't mind journaling either, but how about we explain what journaling is for those people who are going, what the fuck's journaling? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a dictionary definition, Mm -hmm. naturally, and it's something along the lines of uh, a way of recording events to better understand thoughts and actions. But I don't think it is just events. I think that's a very narrow definition. I I look at journaling as a way of recording ideas and actions and intentions to gain a better knowledge of myself because I journal in a couple of different ways. Well, tell me about your journaling. Tell me about tell me about you and journaling. I find that journaling for me is about emotions and how I'm. It's almost like recording how I'm feeling about a thing or what I'm thinking about a thing and I find that it's helpful with like where you ruminate over stuff and it just goes around and around in your brain I like journaling because it kind of gets it out there and allows me to process it so I I've tried journaling like properly but I I can't sustain (laughs) it's like day two I'm done Define properly. Well, two things. Define properly and define how you do it now. Tell me how. Tell me your actions. Well, my journaling is a mix between. I've got a very nice um, moleskin journal that I I started last year during COVID. And it Are was, you a dot pointer? No. <laughs> yeah. Some people are dot pointers. There's all different varieties. There is. Well, I, I, I've signed up to a bullet point journaling page which are beautiful um and i try to incorporate elements of that into like my regular diary my kiki k yearly kiki diary k. that i get okay still looking for a sponsor kiki yeah, k come on kiki, kiki k kiki in uh, <laughs> no say um okay so how often do you journal it depends. It's a bit like a New Year's resolution. Sometimes I kick off and I'm like, I'm going to journal every day. And again, by day three, I'm like, nah. <laughs> Whereas I, I'd love to hear about your journaling no efforts. Stamina. No stamina. <laughs> no stamina. Well, I'd like to talk about examples of journals before we go on to what actually happens in my world. Mm-hmm. So you can do your travel writing. You can do a gratitude journal. I know someone who's done a gratitude yeah. journal Yep. for... Well, I'd say it's over five years. And, and from what I recall her telling me about it, she uses a card index. So she has a card for every day of the week. So she can look back today at what she was grateful for four years ago or three years ago. Oh, that's or two cute. Ago. That's it's, a lot of effort though. Like is. that's it's That's a lot. very diligent, but I think you get a lot from gratitude, but that's a whole other story. Um, I'm more so informal with my gratitude. I'm kind of like, are. hey, man, okay. that was awesome. Keep that yeah, shit up. Yeah, Yay. Yeah. See you in six years. <laughs> 
Um, so you can you can record positivity or art or habits or mood, or you could record history, which is where mm. it all happens for me. So, all right. Uh, tell us all about – I'm in awe of your journaling effort, so I would love you to tell us more about it. I'm fessing up then. Do it. So, on my 60th birthday, I started a journal where I recorded every day for 365 days exactly what was going on in my life. And it was, you know, work sucked or work was good or there was no work today or I had a photo shoot. But it also included the other stuff in life like um, COVID numbers, Mm -hmm. price of bread and milk. Price of Ooh. petrol. What the fuck is going on with the price of petrol? <laughs> um, and in some places through it, I um, printed some photographs and included photographs in there. But it was written with the intention to be sealed oh. and opened in a hundred years, to be donated somewhere or kept somewhere, to be opened and read in a hundred years, so that in a hundred years' time, someone can know what the life. Of your average sixty-year-old was like make your hair curl. Some of the stuff. That would be- some of the stuff might be a little salacious, but I'm hoping it's a bit more accepted uh, in a hundred years' time, or maybe not. Um, I haven't hidden any names. I've just been honest about. I'm going to be dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. Exactly. Spill it. Who I've yeah. seen, where I've been, what I've done, and how much fucking petrol costs. <laughs> Uh, but in in places, particularly when COVID was at its worst, I included how I felt about it and about the numbers and how it was affecting me. Mm. So it wasn't just a record of dates, places and names, but it was also a record of emotions yeah. and also a record of what creative activities I did in that 12-month period. But that's not my first one. No. It's my first one in that format. So... Uh, my mother was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer one night at the John Hunter Hospital and a big shout out to everyone who works up there. You are fabulous people. Um, And she was annoyed, for want of a better term. (laughs) She was annoyed when she'd been told it was terminal. And what do you mean? Well, how long have I got? She said. And the poor little doctor who was tasked with giving her this news went, oh, I'm at 12 months. 12 months? That's not enough. Outrageous. And so I said, well, it's 12 months. 12 months is long enough for a 365 project. Yep. And she, she well, what's that? And I, I took a photo of her every day through the progression of her illness. Unfortunately, she didn't make it to 365. She made it to 313. So those images initially just went onto my Instagram page. But after mum passed, I had them printed into a book, which is a beautiful little thing to keep and it it's interesting in that it does show the progression of her illness yeah because when you're living it you don't kind of see it it's such a gradual kind of thing so that's right and it also records all of those people who took time out of their lives to come and spend some time with her yep yeah and she loved that she did she (laughs) had a great time so they're the two that i've done in recent times Mm mm-hmm I mean, as a kid, surely every girl got a diary for Christmas with a little silver lock on it and a little key. Did you get one? Absolutely. I was a demon for that stuff. Yeah. 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 I actually had a – and I I found it 
recently, it was like the great big book all about me. And so it was, you know, this is, we're talking the 90s. And yeah. so it was all um, sort of funny cartoony pictures and, and they had spaces for you to write stuff in. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know, if I could change my name, my name would be, and when I grow up, I'm going to be. And well, was, what was your name going to be? I was going to be Tiffany Holmes. Oh, I I'm don't know sorry, why. That sounds <laughs> like a stripper. Well, I was thinking <laughs> porn star, but stripper, yeah. Yeah. And apologies to anyone called Tiffany Holmes out there, That's... but it is. I think it's because there is a por- male porn star called John Holmes, <laughs> and Tiffany is Tiffany's a lovely name for a jewelry store. <laughs> Tiffany, if you're listening. Um, we're looking for a sponsor. No, I'm joking. We're really not looking for a sponsor. <laughs> to digress, though, with the name Tiffany, I was raised a very strict Catholic. And so, you know, you reach a certain age where you do your confirmation. And so you get to pick a name that then is is just meant to be a patron saint. And it's the person who then, um, you know, you, you model your life on and that kind of thing. So you pick Tiffany? I was like, is there a Saint Tiffany? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm guessing there isn't there a is Saint no Tiffany. So what saint were you? Bernadette. Oh, dear. Bernadette was a beautiful nun. Actually, she's a bit nasty, but she was a nun at our church. <laughs> she was beautiful, but a bit nasty. You know, they all were. The penguins. <laughs> Sorry oh. to any of our listeners who, who are of the faith. Um, <laughs> well, I think you can see the humorous side. Absolutely. I'm hoping you can. Yep, yep. So by all means, share your, like, share your amazing um name that you wish you you could have or um if you have an incredible confirmation name please hit um, on social i was never confirmed and i was always quite happy with naomi yeah although really. i think at one stage i did hate the name mm. i don't think i ever hated the name naomi enough to want to be called tiffany <laughs> <laughs> to be honest uh, and and not being of the faith and confirmed uh, yeah, I didn't have that in as part of my life, but I guess a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But in this diary, like I was going to be a pop star, and you and I just think... a pop star. <laughs> <laughs> but could you imagine, like, in a hundred years, when somebody's reading your book and uh, your journal, and they they're reading about all of these things going on. It, it'd be like a generation who doesn't know what a typewriter is. I'm sure there'll be facets of your day in your life where they're like, what the hell's that? Like, we'll have to, I don't know if Google will still exist in 100 years, but they'll have to, you know. Well, they can do research. But yes, I did mention <laughs> things like um, Facebook and I did explain what Facebook was and messaging and yeah, just odd really, just just really some things that I thought, oh, this probably won't exist in 100 years. Neither will petrol. That's yeah. Well, that's we'll have electric cars. Absolutely. Do you think journaling will be a thing in the future? Maybe, but it might occur quite differently. Although, see, we do have some really good journals, and I'm, I'm sorry, I know you fucking hate history, <laughs> but there are some really good historical journals out there. Mm-hmm. Captain James Cook oh, wrote a journal. <laughs> But they had to as part of their duty. Yeah. But it's a fascinating read and it talks about peoples of other nations that they had no knowledge of at the time. And and he described plants and animals that no one had ever seen before. So, yes, journaling existed back then. Mm. Um, were you in, were you inspired by by the writing by Captain Cook? By Captain Cook was he like your no? Inspo? I, I do have a Captain Cook story. Oh. <laughs> Not that I've ever met him. 
But it goes like this. When my dad was ill, mm-hmm. I had sickly parents. When my dad was ill, he said that he would like to read Cook's Journal before he died. And so I tried everything to get a copy of Cook's Journal. Could not get one anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I was at a party at a friend's house one night up in Kitchener Parade and I knew he was a bit of a bibliophile and I said, Terry, you haven't got a copy of Cook's Journal, do you? Mm. He went, oh, yes, no, what I mean to say. And then he wandered off. okay. (laughs) So did he have one or not? (laughs) Radio. Well, he came back with a first edition copy of Cook's Journal in a leather suitcase and he gave it to me. He said... Give it back when your father's gone. Oh, wow. And so my dad had it for about three months and read every page, only turned each page once, read every page twice before he turned it. Wow. Um, This magnificent piece of work. Mm. Brilliant. Exciting. So I guess maybe I was semi-inspired by that. Yeah. But the wife of the governor of Tasmania actually kept a journal when she did something that was really unheard of. She travelled from Tasmania to Victoria and then up the coast into New South Wales just with servants. Wow. No, no dominant male there. Oh, God. And she kept a journal. And I've read it. It's really fascinating as well. Okay. Um, For me, it was just that I'd turned 60 and I didn't really ever think I was probably going to get to that. It kind of snuck up on me. I shouldn't have been surprised. I had candles every year. Yeah, it's it's like it's incremental. Yeah. I know that now. But I don't – well, I do have a project now because my my 365 of 60 has ended. Mm -hmm. Uh, My beloved neighbour gave me a new journal for my birthday and it's – 100 Days of Photographs. Oh. And so I've started that. Is it 100 days in a row or is it just 100 days? I'm doing 100 days in a row. Oh, but what are you going to do with the other 265 days? I don't know. <laughs> just get four journals and... <laughs> I'm only on day five. Sorry. I'm here to ask the, ask the tough questions. You are and you are asking the tough questions tonight. But, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that. There's also a book I bought recently that was not so much a chronological journal, mm. but it was a book that asks 2,500 questions about me. Oh. And each question is has a single line for which to respond. So who was the first person you kissed? What's your favourite colour? Where do you live? And I oh. thought that would be an interesting one to do. And I actually bought it as a gift and gave it to a few older women. Older than me. They do exist. <laughs> they really do exist. And I hope that they fill them in for the same reasons so that they can be kept. So for me, mm-hmm. I guess journaling has that historical preservation content. But for you, yeah, it's more about the emotional side of it. I, I find that um, apart from my my kid diary um i've i found that (laughs) just call me tiffany now um i found that that journaling has been really good for sort of wellness and mental health and being able to sort of process challenges issues that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um so i feel it's a bit more of like a therapy support pet being a journal rather than because i don't get me wrong i started last year during covid COVID, like COVID, COVID, covid covid i was like you know day one 
we're in lockdown. This is what's happening. Here's the numbers for the world. Here's the numbers for Australia. Like, and I must have kept that up for I want to say maybe six or seven days. And by by day <laughs> oh, seven, yeah, getting into it there. <laughs> but it kind of got to the point where I was just like, "Here's the numbers. I've got nothing else to say." <laughs> Such commitment. How long did you keep it going for? Oh, I think all and up, all up, it was probably three weeks. But that was then by day seven, I was pretty done with it. So then I sort of forced myself to drag back into it at different intervals. And it was because I was hopeful. I was very optimistic of being able to do the same thing where it was like, let's capture what's going on in the world so that then, you know, for my grandbabies or my great grandbabies, I can be like, hey, this was a thing, you know, like this is what it was like. This is what we were hearing or what we weren't hearing and what we were allowed to do and what we weren't allowed to do. So I I almost felt like it was this um, like a family history kind of thing. And I had this this duty to you know, my, my descendants to capture. But then I was just like, these guys are not going to give a shit about what was happening. The great toilet paper shortage of 2020. I disagree that they're not going to give a shit. I think it's a really important thing if you divide journaling from the historical side of it to Mm. the stress relief and it can be a, it can give you really good health outcomes. But, yeah, I think the historical side of it's really important. I just think that COVID was kind of done to death. You know, like there were that many art exhibitions and photographic exhibitions and there's there's been that much captured about it and written about it that I was kind of like, yeah, same. But how much of it, <laughs> A, will survive and, B, is from the general Tiffany in the street? <laughs> yeah, I I think that there's probably more out there than... Than I would care to. Well, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I think there's different people in different situations who would have recorded it, but I think it's fair that we all have a say as to how that affected us. But that is really only one aspect of journaling. Mm. So um, it's really good for goal setting. It's really good for improving writing skills. But writing isn't the only type of journaling. Photographic journaling is important as well. And it really is a skill. Do you remember the old flicker days when people were doing 365s? Yep. And some people did not really improve. (laughs) There is a course run through one of the universities in the United States where the challenge is to take a photograph every day and then they analyse them and see where you need to improve. It's a, it's a great tool. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Really? Yeah, mainly because like if I'm taking a picture of day, and I've done 365 as well um, as, as far as photos go. How I, many days did you do a 365? I did, oh, probably it was over 400 days. I didn't quite make it to 500 days. Wow. Yeah, and that was post-divorce. So that was when, when I did my little photo journal. Um, but, yeah, it, it ultimately it was just a whole lot of pictures of me. <laughs> well, do you remember when we went to that exhibition in Sydney? I'm trying to think maybe it was called Commonwealth Lane. Not sure where it was. Where um, the gentleman now known as Osher Ginsburg yeah. at the time was a photographer that I was aware of through Flickr, who had done a 365 project where every photo he used off-camera lighting. Mm. Like that 
I really like off that camera was geeky lighting. camera stuff. It like, really yeah. <laughs> was, and it wasn't just with DSLRs. He used all manner of cameras for that. Mm-hmm. That was an absolutely amazing exhibition where yeah. he just stuck with it and did it. Yeah, and I think that's what lets a lot of people down. They either think that there is no purpose to it, and therefore they don't pursue it, or you know, like some people who do seven days of COVID and think they're done. <laughs> I was done with COVID at that point in time. That's all all I needed to know about it. For me, I do freely admit to having a memory issue because Mm -hmm. of some treatment I had. So, yeah, for me, it's an aid memoir of of what really happened. And I actually sat and read part of my 365 of 60 the other night and went, oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, that's when we went out to such and such. Oh, that's where I saw such and such. So, like, my memory's fried. It's only a year later and I can't remember. But it's nice, though, because those, like, regular vanilla days that you kind of, like, nothing really special happened. But then when you reflect on that, you're like, yeah, that was a good day. It was still a good day. Yeah. 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 And that's, um, I think that that's what we, we reflect on is, is it's not the big moments. Like, yes, they're obviously stuck in our memory, but it's a series of little moments. It's that everyday monotony that that is you know, the years passed quite quickly. Like that's what that year's been made up of. Are you um, saying my sixteen <laughs> As as those words came out of my mouth, I wasn't sure if monotony <laughs> was the right word for that. Uh, but it was more yeah. a reference to just the the daily grind that we're all part of. Some days yeah. are repetitious. Yeah. But it's interesting then to look back and go, Hey, how can I change my existence? Yeah. So that it's not repetitious. Mm-hmm. Like we started uh, our podcasting during those days but prior to the podcasting we would go out for dinner every Wednesday night it was a date it was a date (laughs) night and I do I have recorded all of that and what brilliant times we've had so when you talk about journaling do you talk to other people about what you do no I don't I don't really consider myself (laughs) I don't consider myself a journaler um, Ooh. I'm part of a really rad group though on Facebook, which is, Ooh, tell um, me. Tell me. <laughs> it's inappropriate bullet journalers, uh, oh, sorry, inappropriate bullet journal inspiration. Um, and it's an international page and, and I was really, cause it, you know, my type of personality where I'm like, if I'm going to journal, I'm going to like journal the shit out of this. So I'd investigated bullet journaling because it's, it's quite a technique and it's, it's very, it's yeah. just dots, isn't it? Well, oh, no, oh, you've oh, just offended the bullet me. journaling community. Well, come on then, give me a definition. What's uh, a bullet journal? Well, no, I can't give you a, a definition. I would encourage you to to join the inappropriate. Well, it depends if you if you're okay with sweary content, then definitely join oh, the fuck inappropriate yeah. Yeah, fuck no. <laughs> um, bullet journal inspiration people because you know they they use this this beautiful person and it's it's all in jest, it's all love. But the, you know this one greets, hello, you crusty scablickers. Um, <laughs> And it's like, it's it's all fun, but people share their beautiful ideas for either tracking stuff. You know, some people track wellness or weight loss or sobriety or, you know, a, a great range of topics. Um, some people, uh, this this person here is saying, my house is a real mess and I want to be able to track those habits. Or I track, didn't write you know, that, but it's... <laughs> are you already in this group? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, it, and it's really, you know, people sharing either 
good, uh, you know, ideas for, for how to document positive life experiences. But also another person here who was talking about how do I document my cervical cancer journey um, and what ideas. And, and I think that's what I really love about it is it's not anyone going, you're wrong. This is how you journal. It's a beautiful sharing community where people go, I did it like this, but I really love the way that you did it too. Um, and so it's it's super creative. It's very sweary. Um, but I, and I, for me, I like that form of journaling because it's not the Martha Stewart cookie cutter perfect way of having to journal, which I always thought bullet journaling was until I'd met this, you know, this beautiful community. I thought bullet journaling was like German precision. You know, you've done a dash instead of a dot. Uh, so Ooh. yeah, yeah, that was my previous belief about okay. bullet journaling. So give us the name of it again. It is Inappropriate Bullet Journal Inspiration on Facebook. On Facebook, check them out. Join if you're into journaling because it's they've got some great ideas, some very creative and fun people in there. Well, that's one thing we haven't discussed: is blogging a version of journaling? <gasps> well, it's it's my version of version of journaling because that's how I recorded. My cancer journey. <laughs> and you don't need to say it like that, but yeah. <laughs> My cancer journey. I feel like we need to dub some some special music. Like, My cancer journey. For those of you who don't know, yes, I did. I had cancer in 2012. I was in treatment for a couple of years. There were a number of surgeries. And I did record it on my blog because I didn't know where else to record it. And just on that, if if you do have a lump in your neck and you try oh. and minimise it, listen to your friend when your friend goes, get your ass to a doctor. I thought it was tonsillitis. <laughs> it was not. It was when it popped out the size of an orange. Yes, it definitely wasn't then. But all I must say, I did still think it was tonsillitis then. <laughs> Just big tonsils. So take care of your friends. Listen to your body, um, and and like and later record it all. Journal the process. Yes. And I, I've got to say, I did look when I was diagnosed with a particular type of fairly rare cancer. I did not Google it for effect treatment mm. or my future. I looked for other women's or or men's. I would have put up with a man's version. <laughs> I looked for other versions of how people made their way through it. Yeah. And there was one. Wow. And she was in England and she got to a point where she just stopped writing. Oh. And I don't ever know what happened. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. And it's sad that there was no progression mm. from that. Mm-hmm. And it was because there was only one record of the treatment. Yeah. That I started to do a bit of blogging about it, and I I took photographs, I took selfies, I took I took surgery photos, mm-hmm. I took post surgery. Well, I didn't take surgery photos, I took post surgery <laughs> photos because I was a you're a very talented lady. But, <laughs> uh, but I took pre surgery and post surgery in the hospital, and I took photos at home afterwards of the scars repairing themselves. And I had these plans. I've got to tell you, I had these plans because I've got this huge cut across the centre of my throat for a barbed wire and rose entwined tattoo. Uh, yeah, you can hardly see it now. The tattoo or the scar? No, the scar. <laughs> Lucky I didn't get a tattoo over it because they're a bit permanent. <laughs> and thank Apparently. you to my friend who said, oh, all you need is a couple of bolts in the side of your neck. 
but you know, humor is included in the whole process of journaling. And I think that that's a really important kind of distinction because you've got your your journal, the blog, which is kind of the journal for now. So it is that that immediate journal, whereas your other written journal is is a future journal. It was written specifically for the future. I hope no one finds it <laughs> while anyone named in it is still alive. <laughs> uh, so one one can only hope the executor of my estate does the right thing <laughs> with it. Hmm. Yes, hopefully they do. Hopefully Wait, they what do. What was that lady, Vivian Mayer, who uh, like they sold all of her shit? So oh, they, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's a story in itself, isn't it? <laughs> your your journal might actually be like the next, I don't know, Fifty Shades of Grey or something like that. Well, Could you not, imagine? It's not that good. It was a good year. Or Groundhog Day. It was a, yeah, well, yeah, it could be that. So let me sum up. I want to sum up. Journaling can be done in writing, in bullet point, dare I say dot point and get my head ripped (gasps) off again. It can be done as a blog. It can be done as a photograph. It can be stored. It can be used. It can be abused. It can be used for days on end or not at all. Or like the gratitude journal, it can be done as a card. It doesn't matter how you do it, but it's important to do it. It's important because it provides you with some relaxation, some stress relief, some direction, you can set goals and you can look back when your memory's fried like mine. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree. I think that journaling is what you want it to be as far as what it looks like, how it's done. It can be completely visual. It could be completely audio, like you might you know, decide audio. to. Audio? Yeah. yeah. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. If you wanted to do a voice clip of of how you're feeling today or record yourself in the car on the way home to debrief like whatever whatever your history or whatever capturing your day or debriefing or unleashing looks like for you i think that there's the freedom in in journaling and in the definition of of kind of journaling um to be able to to do what you would like to do with it and if you've got a journal that you're happy to share hit us up on our socials send us a link I'm busting to read what other people's lives are like. Yes. I mean, I know what my life's like, but is that normal? Is no. it? No. <laughs> You're a bit quick to answer that. <laughs> Sorry. Link me, link me. Absolutely. So on our socials, share your stuff, share your blog, share your picture project, share, share your, your life and your journal. We'd love to, to hear more about you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Three o'clock and we're just drawing through, yeah. you know, their family history. And you follow oh, let's not go down the family history road. I've got a story there as well. But next week. Yeah. What are we talking about? Next week we are talking about death. 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 Sorry, I, I didn't say that properly. About death. We're we talking about death yeah. or death. <laughs> death. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to talk about it. We do. Super important. Okay. So, yeah, we'll we'll catch you then. It won't be all doom and gloom, but no. maybe have some Kleenex handy. If you make it to next no. week, <laughs> come and listen. If not, yeah, death got ya. <laughs> catch you next week. Bye.